0: Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. It's another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, episode 580, and I'm Dr. Neil Malek. Hey there, you made it to the end of the week. Happy Friday. Welcome to another Q&A edition of Optimal Health Daily, where I answer your health questions related to fitness, diet and nutrition, and lots more. You send me the questions and I answer them for you. Remember, if you want to send in an audio question, first it makes me super happy, and you get to have your question answered on the show by me. Just go to the short link oldpodcast.com/ask, or you can call and leave a message at 61. I love OHD. As I always say, I want this to be a space where you can find relevant and good information. Why might I be qualified to give this type of information? In case you're wondering about my credentials and my education, I have my doctorate in public health degree with an emphasis in chronic disease prevention and nutrition. I also have my master's of public health degree with an emphasis in health education and health promotion. I'm also a registered dietitian nutritionist, a certified health education specialist, and a certified exercise physiologist through the American College of Sports Medicine. Okay, now all those things don't always qualify someone to be able to speak to these things. Because sometimes we are biased, sometimes we're skewed. So what I like to do for these shows in particular is present the data. What do the data say? What does the research say? So with that, let's hear today's question and my response with supporting data as we optimize your life. Hi, Dr. Neil. My name is Kristen Viciedo, and I'm calling to ask about intermittent fasting. Um, I'm working out at the gym right now. That's very into that intermittent eight-hour or seven-hour window during the day where you can eat. My question is, does this promote weight loss and or muscle gain and or um, energy? And also, could this possibly contribute to the onset of diabetes if, in fact, your blood sugar gets too low and you're getting kind of jittery? And I hope to hear your answer soon. Thank you so much. Bye-bye. Thank you for your question, Kristen. About three years ago now, a colleague of mine handed me a diet book and said, I just finished reading this and it sounds really promising. Would you mind taking a look at it and letting me know what you think? It was a book on intermittent fasting. I did hold up my promise and actually read it cover to cover. I gave him my feedback, which I'm gonna share with you here, which he listened to with an open mind. I thought, okay, here's another fad that's quote unquote in right now, but it'll pass soon enough. Well, here we are, three years later, and we're still discussing it. I still get questions about this fairly regularly. Now, that's not a bad thing. In fact, part of the reason the idea of intermittent fasting has grown in popularity is that there are some studies that have examined its effects on body weight. Plus, it doesn't hurt that A-list celebrities like Hugh Jackman and Jennifer Lopez have been very vocal about their successes with intermittent fasting. While this diet approach may not improve your singing or acting skills like JLo, or give you superhero powers like the Wolverine, it's important to consider the pros and cons. Let me start by describing what fasting and intermittent fasting are. By definition, fasting means the complete avoidance of food. Intermittent fasting means that you will still eat, but with larger lengths of time in between meals and snacks. Some intermittent fasting programs suggest limits on how many calories you can eat. For example, some may allow one meal during a fasting day that makes up 25% of your calorie needs for a typical day. So let's say you need to consume 2000 calories per day. If you're following this plan, that would mean your one meal should be about 500 calories. So in general, there are three types of intermittent fasting diets. There's alternate day fasting. Here, you alternate between days you can eat what you want and days you're supposed to fast. Then there's whole day fasting. You fast one or two days per week, and on the other days, you can eat anything, anytime. Then there's time-restricted eating. This involves a routine where you only have a certain number of hours to fast and a certain number of hours to eat every day. Okay, now we need to discuss whether any of these are safe and effective. There are some studies that have found benefits, such as weight loss, reduced body fat, and lower total cholesterol levels. Sounds really good, right? Well, on the other hand, researchers have also found that intermittent fasting may be just as effective as watching what you eat and reducing your daily calories. Short-term intermittent fasting may reduce body weight and body fat because by fasting, your body relies more on your fat stores for energy. This has been shown especially within the first 24 hours of fasting and seems to peak between 18 and 24 hours of the fast. Also, fasting has been shown to increase metabolism in the short term. So at this point, this is sounding really good, right? You might be convinced, let's do this. However, as always, you must ask yourself, is this right for me? When we look at longer term studies, most of the ones I mentioned earlier were done in the short term, like one to six months. Researchers are finding that very low calorie diets do not have better long-term weight loss results when compared to less extreme diets. Also, when they studied these diets, they often use young, otherwise healthy folks. In fact, many of the studies included athletes. Since most of us aren't young, healthy athletes, we need to be sure that this eating pattern is right for us. Plus, there are also some risks for nutrient deficiencies, you could lose some muscle mass, and there's the possibility that you'll actually gain more weight, possibly as fat weight, if and when you go back to a typical eating pattern. But if you're one of those folks that find yourselves snacking way too often throughout the day or always eating too much during meals, then intermittent fasting may be a reasonable way to restrict calories for weight loss in the short term. Some researchers, though, have found that others can overeat to compensate after their fast. So again, you kind of have to know yourself and your habits. So back to your specific questions, Kristen. Could intermittent fasting lead to fewer muscle gains or cause diabetes? Some health professionals believe that intermittent fasting may harm athletes. Research in this area is sparse, so we can't really say for sure what may or may not happen over the long term. What we can say is that not eating means you're not consuming energy, protein, vitamins, minerals, and phytonutrients, which we know are important for athletic performance and recovery. And then to try and make up for all those misnutrients after the fact, well, this could lead to overeating. One study did find that male athletes following an intermittent fasting diet experienced reduced speed. But without specific studies looking at muscle gains and muscle losses, we can't really say what's happening. Similarly, we can't say whether or not intermittent fasting may cause diabetes because we don't have studies on this topic, so we just don't know for sure. There are some folks, though, that I would advise avoiding this style of eating. This would include those that currently have diabetes, especially those that are on blood sugar-lowering medications. Those that don't have diabetes but have chronically low blood sugar, they're not gonna probably wanna do these kinds of fasts. The elderly, children, pregnant, and breastfeeding women. These are also folks that probably don't want to try this type of diet at the moment. I also wouldn't recommend fasting before exercise. You may end up fainting or worse due to those low blood sugar levels, which can make you feel weak and jittery. That's not great if you're trying to lift a heavy weight especially. So as always, definitely check with your personal physician before beginning something like this just to be safe. slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Thank you again for the question, Kristen. You'll be entered into a very small raffle every month to win a book. And if you want to be in the raffle, send me a question. Just come by oldpodcast.com slash ask. Right on that page, you can record straight from your computer's microphone. It's really easy, you can even play back your message and do retakes before sending it in. Or you can do it the old-fashioned way and call in. The number is 61 love ohd Both methods are in this episode's description, which you can find at oldpodcast.com. Thank you for being with us for another week. Thank you for listening every day and all the way through. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll be back here on Monday where your optimal life awaits. Hello, Life Optimizer. This is Justin Mollick, creator and producer of this show and Optimal Living Daily, the brother podcast of this one. Literally, I'm Dr. Neil's brother. If you like the format of this show, you'll love Optimal Living Daily too, where I also read to you from blogs, but cover other topics like personal development, finance, and minimalism